<sighs> well, we could sit and just relax. Who's who's relaxing? I'm amped up. Yes, you are. <laughs> you just finished a podcast. I just finished a podcast. We're here in the Crater's Den. Yes. We got our drinks in our hand. Oh, the drink is unnecessary after some work. <laughs> uh, absolutely. Well deserved. Whether it's tea, but we have chosen to go the adult beverage style. Uh, yes, we have, but we don't mind that at all. <laughs> it's how we relax. I mean, this is, we deserve it. Yes. But the mics are on and we're recording, so we should just do a podcast. Maybe let's do a podcast about... Podcasts! I love it. Let's do it. It's so good. Welcome to the Sacramento Media Center podcast. My name is John Christensen. I'm the manager or operator of the place. And and me, I introduce my good and best friend and great colleague to work with, April Potter. Hello, everybody. Yeah, it's... It's been a while since we've actually sat face-to-face or side-by-side to do a podcast, so I'm kind of excited to be in studio with you today. Me too. I really enjoy having you here. And this is our 12th episode. you know that? No. Our 12th episode. We have a dozen. We have a dozen now. As far as podcasts go, if you have 12, you should at least have 12 in 12 months. We've been doing this for like three years. (laughs) That's only because we have other work going on. Lots of work. Producing other people's podcasts yes and it takes a lot of time but when we get a chance to sit in front of the microphones and do ourselves i like what we do and it's fun and it is an exercise and our numbers are not that great but they're not that bad either well that just comes from marketing but we'll be talking about that later on and we will and so hey why not we get in some feedback so let's go ahead and move forward and here at the studio it's a studio that's a boutique of many options whether it be video streaming music recording we're podcast recording, and man, mm-hmm. I, uh, I you just finished a podcast recording earlier, and they're extremely happy with mm-hmm. uh, what you provide for them. I'm doing, like, this year, I already got scheduled. I mean, our podcast grown by three times. Oh, my gosh. Of different clients, yes. That's insane. It is. Well, and it shows to me when you're saying that, like, if it's growing like that, mm-hmm. it shows people are now open to the idea of podcasting because it was kind of weird at first to be like, what do you mean a podcast? And that, B, people are listening to them. They are. Which is huge. Huge. In fact, there was a recent study about in 2021, 78% of the nation know or have listened to a podcast. That's huge. That's a major number. A huge number. And um, podcast, really, when you think about it, when you go back in history, when it kind of started back in 2004-ish, maybe, uh, podcast really meaning a comp- combination of two words, iPod and broadcasting. Mm-hmm. And then that was brought into and meld into podcast. So the beauty of podcasts, it was a definite media disruption when it comes from uh, radio talk shows. That's what keeps popping in my head. It's like the old school days. I keep getting the vis- yeah. the visuals of like, you know, the black and white, you know, images you'd see on TV of people sitting around the radio of listening to the stories being told. And for me, exactly. that seems like the original podcast without the Apple. Exactly. <laughs> now you can use your iPhone, your, mm-hmm. your, your Android phone. So podcasting has become one of the things where you can listen on your own time where you do not have to tune into a radio station where that's always considered more of a appointment listen to the show type thing. Now you don't have to do that. Right. And here's the beauty of a podcast. You don't have to do a 30-minute or 15-minute or exact time constraint like you do in radio shows because they have programming. Podcasts can be long, short, whatever whatever length you want. And no one has to know you have an adult beverage in your hand. No, they don't. And but, that adult beverage just depends on the adult. That's so. true, but please drink responsibly. I tend to go for coffee all day long. That's yeah. my adult is beverage it? of choice. Still is it? <laughs> I do the coffee and then tea. 
Uh, tea is my later, so I've been yeah. I've been going back and forth with the tea a lot, and it's my lemon ginger is all day. Yes, oh, lemon ginger. Yeah, it's the best. Yes. Interesting how you could be even a news anchor who's done this for years. There's always going to be a fear. How do I sound? I've always found that clients look upon us producers, you and me, as people who just watch out for them and make sure the product is professional sounding and makes them look good. It needs to be in alignment with who they are. Mm-hmm. But also on a production value, being in alignment with who we are, right, and <laughs> <laughs> what we want to do, and help them articulate what they have. So sometimes I know I don't know for you, yeah, um, like the the gals that I was just recording with, they lovely, ladies. they tend to write out a script. Oh, they do. So they come in with a full script, which is mm. awesome and to a detriment. Yes. You know, sometimes like if you want to talk about how podcasting, like how you would even go, you like you kind of need to know your story. What do, What is your topic? Right. And if it's not just a topic, like what do you represent and then what are your topics within mm-hmm. you as the singlet, mm-hmm. as the people, mm-hmm. if you have a, a duo or and you bring guests. Right. Um, but like they tend to bring in a script, which I said is awesome and to a detriment, meaning I make them actually read the script out loud uh-huh. at first, and then I make them kind of ditch it. There you go. Because I want them to know that we're in a speaking space. We're right. not in right. a scripty space. Like, this is a space where you actually get to relax, articulate, know your bullet points. Right. But connect in a different way. So this is a, it's a different style of coaching than being on camera. You're right. A script reading can be mechanical. And a good ear from a producer like you and myself can help guide people from avoiding that. Mm-hmm. Because no one wants to listen to reading a script. Uh, it's just like a play. When you read a play, you don't just read words. You act the words. And I love a play. That's a great uh, way to do it. Because that's kind of what it is. It's like yeah. you are still acting and you're right. being a, a portion of yourself. Because it's not natural for anyone to just be like, I'm in front of the microphone and I'm going to be talking all right. day. Like everyone <laughs> kind of puts on the whatever hat they need to put on. But knowing your story and having a good gauge of how you want to deliver it is huge for the podcasting. And then having a time parameter. Right. You have to know, like, we're not going to listen for three hours. Right. There might be someone out there that wants to, but I guarantee you it's going to be like one. <laughs> you know, I get the question all the time, how long should this be? Says, well, as long as it goes. But, you know, truthfully, if you can do a, a story or whatever podcast you, you create, if it's something where people listen to and don't realize that 20 minutes went by, you're doing well. But if it's like, when's this thing going to be over? You got to watch yourself. So it's, again, it's all back to content. For me, I kind of think about, mm-hmm. I love TED Talks. And I yes. think TED Talks do a really good job at... Being able to, even though those are vi- mostly visuals, you mm-hmm. can listen to them as a pod. Um, their timing is on point for delivering Correct. deep thoughts in a concise way. You avoid tangents and which waste time sometimes. It, it is constructed in a way, hey, be brief, but communicate. It's a great design. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it's another thing to follow, which is interesting. We'll talk about it a little bit. But let me at least bring the spotlight for sure. Yeah. That I love doing this kind of work here, and sometimes I'm we're hired as just be a tech, just listen, make sure the chord is right. But when you and I get these clients, which is fun, we're not just the tech because you know we can handle it. 
sometimes even with our hand tied behind our back, we can do it, no problem, even with our eyes we closed. Use our nose to push the button. <laughs> we can use our nose to push the buttons. <laughs> but it's really we have the ear, and we also can give a guidance of how the product is produced. So we give our producer advice, our creator's intuition, um, and best we can, depend on if we know the subject. And a lot of times that's what's required and ask, hey, can, how's this sound? Can you make it? Can you at least guide us? And that's what we are. We're, we're kind of like the Sherpas. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it comes to finalizing product. It's not our story. It's their story, but we'll help them tell their story. I think that approaching podcasts, there should be a thought process. So mm-hmm. what do you think, John, mm-hmm. might be, I don't know, the top five mm-hmm. things that we should maybe think about when approaching a mm-hmm. podcast? I always say this. Know your story. Know your message and your meaning and your mission statement of what you want to convey in a podcast. If it's for your business to promote, if it's to explain things, if it's an opinion, if it's entertainment, just know your story and be comfortable with it. And don't worry how it's told. Just know it because once you know it, it will come through. I think it's most important. If you don't know your story, then you're all over the place. Uh, you got to have a purpose. Absolutely. Totally agree. Another thing I tell people especially if they haven't done podcasts before. You don't want to mimic it, but you want to listen to other really good podcasts, especially your favorite ones. What makes them sound so good? Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you what, (laughs) it's a great place to take notes. Like, for instance, the intro music. When you start an intro music, sometimes you'll hear podcasts do 30 seconds of intro music. It's too long. I already want to click out. Yeah, you want to click out. Five seconds, five beats, dun-da-dun-da-da-da, hello, my name is, and just go mm-hmm. right into it. And you'll find that the higher-end quality podcasts do that. So those are great things to take notes. And, you know, they always say, if you want to do really good work, study good work. And that's what it is. And, and also study bad work, too, to know. Like, yeah. these are the things to kind of look at and go, oh, I actually really do need to know that. Because you don't realize you do those things until you see it in play. That's true. I mean. I've done that in hindsight going, oh. You don't want to do this where a person <laughs> coughs on the podcast but doesn't take out the cough. Uh, and here's the other thing, too. You have to realize, and this is kind of funny, because unless you're at a radio station doing a live interview, yeah, everything you're saying is everything you're saying. But when you do podcasts, it's not live. You're going to edit these things. Mm-hmm. If you want to stop and restate it, stop and restate it. It's not. You don't expect it to be absolutely perfect from the beginning, because I promise you, when you're listening to podcasts, it's not exactly from beginning to end. There's a lot of editing and retakes and all that's going on. And it still sounds professional and it flows well because that's the key. You want to flow and communicate well. You want the listener to be engaged. Yeah, we don't want to waste your time with your uhs and your basically your brain toots. Yep, yep. your brain toots. <laughs> <laughs> I love that brain toots. Us are an issue, but there's another thing we'll talk. We'll talk about mm-hmm. us. What a lot of people do a lot of us. And, I I will leave, I like to leave a few in there because a little bit, but I'm like right. not I do too. so much. I do too. And or you get people who uh, people who uh, people who say words three times in a row. Yeah. You don't need that. You, you just need one. And editing helps that. And we'll talk about that in a little yes, bit. Yes. 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 But number three. Number three. Just record and don't worry about how you sound. Everyone does, and there's a good reason for that. Everyone says, is that how I sound? You hear that all the time. And the answer is yes, but here's the thing. This is how we hear you with our ears. You hear yourself through your head, your skull, your brain, uh, and the vocal cords coming out from your neck. It's going to always sound different when you listen to yourself. And you'll say, is that me? Is that how I sound? Don't worry about it. Ask your friend, do I sound like this? And they say, yeah. There you go. Be comfortable with it. That's the way it is. 
You don't sound weird. Insecurities out the door. Out the door. (laughs) Don't worry about it. And you know what? Don't worry about when you do your conversations because a good producer, if you have one working with you or you do it yourself, you will learn how to flow well. And a good producer will also guide you there to do that if you have a producer working with you. So just record. Just get it over with. Yeah, your first one may not be great, but you know what? You got one down. Second and if down, it is, it better. you're you're impressive. Yes, that's yeah, true. Some people that's have that impressive. Gift. I have seen people have that gift. That's pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah, you're one of them. You talk really well in time, but you've been. But doing this I've for years. also been 20 years of effing up in front of all sorts of ways and been, been on MC auditions for years. Yeah. and you name it. I'm that's like, true. Uh, you have experience. I just go live and go, <laughs> and yep. here we go, and see. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Here's the other thing. Either learn how, which is easy to do. You get on YouTube, how to do your own podcast, how to edit them. There's so much information out there. It's so it's, it's there. Um, or you hire a good editor because editing's key. Mm-hmm. Editing is always going to make the difference of your podcast. That's where you get a chance to take out us or the double statements of words. That's how you can communicate things. That's when you can actually add in pauses. Yes. Or shorten them down. <laughs> You don't like the five-minute pause? I have a client who actually is wonderful to listen to. And he kind of goes, I don't know if you ever remember, but uh, Paul Harvey, he used to do a radio show. Paul Harvey, good day. (laughs) He passed away many years ago. There's a funny SNL sketch about him. Yes, I've been married to my wife for 47 years. When it's time for us to go to bed, we still find it hard (laughs) to go to sleep. Oh, my God. Like, he just SNL draws sketch. every word <laughs> I, out. I probably butchered that SNL sketch, but it's a funny one. But Paul Harvey did these nice pauses, but they were poignant pauses. And actually, he was a craftsman of that. Anyway, I have a client who likes to read things, but he puts too long a pauses, even when he's in the same paragraph because he writes these things out. And I just have to shorten them up, but it sounds more natural. Again, the goal for an editor is to make it sound natural. It has to still sound like your client. Right. It it can't be robotic. And no. If you take out all the us and don't leave a little in, it's not going to sound natural there right. too. So, and, or even yeah. some of the stumbles, because I know when I talk, like I will stumble, but you also have to figure out: mm-hmm. was that a stumble to leave in, or is that a stumble to take out? And that's something we have to listen to in mm-hmm. whole, and that's what us producers, editors do. Like for me, mine was the no, you can't suck on the cough drop. No. That actually sounds horrifying <laughs> in mic. Stop. Start again. <laughs> right. Right. So a good editor will help you, and then. Yeah. I found sometimes when you're finished with the podcast, does the person who you did the podcast want to listen to themselves? I got a client will not listen what that person has done. It's just, just let me know if it's okay. Go. Will not listen. Not listen to it at all. That would be a me. <laughs> <laughs> I rarely you hear listen to ours, yes. Um, but I always found that if you have a person who does a lot of ums, do a set where you take out the ums so they sound totally natural. Send them back. Say, here's what you should sound like. Listen to it. Get muscle memory. Let your brain hear it. Hear how you sound. Look how professionally you sound. And don't even let them hear the ums. Let them get used to that. Because then when they come back for the next round, it gives them a, something to follow, a pattern. And it gives them a groove, again, a muscle memory. And their ums will come down. Again, it's a technique. It's a possible. Well, most people aren't used to speaking out loud. Like, sure. we talk every day. Like, yeah, that's obviously we talk every day. Mm-hmm. But delivering content is very different in telling stories and being thoughtful like no people just aren't used to hearing themselves or paying attention to their delivery in right. any 
conscious way. Right. And when they do the ums, there's no doubt you see their eyes looking up because they're thinking. They're trying to find the next following words to present. So mm-hmm. it is a condition of how the mind processes it. Right. Us editors can take out the ums and make it sound better. So, But that's that's my advice with that. And then... You know, get to a groove to where you're comfortable and then you'll get, it always gets easier. That's, there's no doubt. And it may take 12 episodes, but go it for it. It might take 30. You it never know, but you'll find your groove in yep. there once you get more comfortable with yourself and your setting and your situation. So it's even like if you are someone that likes to record on your own, find someone that can help you on the mm-hmm. editing side. There's, mm-hmm. you know, different resources, so, you know. Find what works for you because we're all out here to help in any of the capacities. Right. And they can add in music or nice mm-hmm. clothes at the end, maybe a disclaimer at the end too, which we've done a couple of times. During our tax program, we had a disclaimer read, which was really very important to have. Oh, you have to have that. You sort have to have like, this is just my opinion. Yep. You need to seek professionals <laughs> that have their licenses or whatever. So. Indeed. 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 <laughs> now, we've gone through four we've done, of your. Well, the fifth one's an important one, but I also would say before the fifth one, how many podcasts should I do? Well, I mean, if you want a good audience, do one every week or at least every month. Uh, keep it consistent because you can grow an audience and you can gain fans to listen to you on a continual basis. And that helps and it grows. It takes time, but it can grow organically or when you go ahead and advertise it or market it. So that's important. I 100% agree with that. I think when you take any amount of months in between recording if this is something you're trying to do on a consistent basis and build and want to see numbers like you and i kind of do this but this is just a a catch-in with you know with 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 our audience every now and then um because we are out there helping Mm -hmm. the people doing their podcasts or you know getting their content out we already know what we're doing that we want to help you do what you're doing indeed um but consistency is so major. Huge. And if you hire someone to help you get your podcast out, being more consistent helps that and getting the messaging and to build your audience because they want to be there for you. Yep. Know that whatever you're saying, there are people that really want to hear it. They do. And if you aren't there delivering that on uh, even on a monthly basis, you could do it once a month and that will be fine. Right. But you need to do it once a month. Right. You can't do it every four months. You can't do it every six Six months. months. You really need to keep it consistent and then put things out there to kind of really let them remember, like, I'm here. Right. Yeah. This is one of those, like, don't do what we do. you saying consistency (laughs) is, like, honestly, it's so major. You'll you'll, you'll have huge successes with that. Major, major. The fifth suggestion I have would be pay for a good podcasting server. Now, when I say that, I'm saying there's a lot of servers out there that will do it for free. But if you want to go a little more, pay the nine bucks a month, Mm -hmm. especially if you're going to grow it or even more if you want even more goodies and analytics later. But Podbean's a great service, Buzzsprout, SoundCloud, which we use. Yeah, all of those, I... mm -hmm. I I use every single one of them as well. Yes. Um, That's, I've got the clients. But what's nice about is when you pay, like... I know Podbean is for sure. You can start that for free. But what I like is when you pay for it, you can actually have that uploaded into your iTunes and the other, and like literally like 10 to 15 other places. They do the RSS Mm -hmm. feed push and they do it very well. Yes. It's like amazing. And all three of these that you've listed, Podbean, Buzzsprout, and SoundCloud, all do a great job at integrating into other platforms, which is what you want because it can be... So time consuming Indeed. and you will want to, you might, yeah, trust me, at some point you want to like, bo- like 
invoice your client for a you know maybe your botox or your hair right. dye because you've sprouted some new tinsels in your hair and have a new line in your face because you've been uh-huh. wincing at the uh-huh. screen trying to upload save yourself their stuff you just need to find the appropriate yeah. format so every client i've worked with even you know it's not been so many but the ones i have is how much does this cost? They're more than happy to pay for whichever one is going to be mm-hmm. the most a cost effective right. and do its job appropriately. Right. So, and you can morph that through time. So you might find this worked in my beginning stages that right. now I'm going to change this to right. this platform, which actually fits now where I'm at. Cause I've grown, I have more that I'm trying to do. And there's more um, options than ever now. So there really is. They've really improved a lot. So you're right, April, uh, the RSS push is very important. These services are great. You know, what this is a great podcast i think we should do a second one but let's let's Woo-hoo. close this now and uh have our cheers to the cheers. second here it goes i don't know if you can hear that there we go we just clinked <laughs> our glasses so thank you for listening to our podcast and um stay tuned we have part two of podcast creations thank you april of course coming up next our second half our second half so enjoy doing this with you ditto hello americans this is paul harvey Stand by for news. (laughs) Today's Tournament of Roses goes to Mr. and Mrs. George Rester of Oak Park, Illinois. They tied the knot 62 years ago today. (laughs) Mrs. Rester says that the amazing thing about George is even today, after 62 years, it's still hard. To say good night. <laughs> Until tomorrow, Americans. This is Paul Harvey.